Follow the Patriots on social media, on Twitter, HHS Patriots FB. HHS Patriots FB on Twitter. On Facebook, it's Heritage Pat P A T, just like point after touchdown football. Heritage Pat Football, your source for Patriot football on social media, on Twitter, HHS Patriots FB, and on Facebook, Heritage Pat Football. Don't miss it. Information coming almost daily. Hey, everybody, this is our first run at Sons of Liberty. It's going to be a very generic, a very basic conversation, at least to get started. I'm Dean Jackson. With me, the man, head coach Casey Colkman of the Heritage Patriots. Casey, thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for letting me be part of the program. Hey, you're welcome. I appreciate, uh, appreciate what you're doing for us, Dean. Casey, you were a Heritage graduate. That is no secret. Uh, uh, played for Bob Yeager. What does it mean for you to come back as a Patriot alum to be able to come back to Heritage? Well, we just had a we had a small staff meeting last night. It was one of the things that I referenced with the coaches was um, you know there were some things that I didn't anticipate that would be um, that would make it better. Um, not that I expected it to be bad, but. You know, taking over a program that's taking its lumps is always challenging, and each each place has its own unique challenges. So, um, you know, I expected the things that we got at Northside and, and Bluffton, and, you know, those are the things you can anticipate. Those are the things that um, that you know are going to happen. You know, at, coming to Heritage, though, it was nice that people did remember me. You know, um, even uh, the editor of the Minerva News had some files, some old – archived files of me when I was coaching at Bluffton 10 years ago, you know, when we played heritage. And uh, so it was good. Um, And it feels like most of the reception was positive. So that felt good too. I mean, not that I expected any skeletons to come back and haunt me, but you know, there's, it's where I grew up. So people know things from when I was a kid and, you know, when I was a teenager and those things. So, but the reception has been good. Um, The community as a whole, to my knowledge, and I, I don't pay attention much to the, the negative stuff anyways, if it's online, social media or whatever. I just, I don't, I don't have, I don't respond to it. I don't look into it. And so far it hasn't been much of it. So that's good. But we haven't played a game yet either. So <laughs> it's like the old joke goes, and I forget what coach it was, but he had a press conference and at the press conference, people said, coach, we we're going to love you. We're going to love you forever. And coach says, what are you going to do if I lose every game my first year? Or we'll still love you. We'll still love you. And he goes, well, what if I lose more games the second year than I win? Oh, we're still going to live. We're still going to love you, coach. We're still going to love you just the same. Then he said, well, what if in the third year we're we're not winning yet, coach? We're going to love you, but we're going to miss you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you know that that's a good thing. You know, I you know, and then that's that's not a, a pressure and expectation that I that I feel from anyone from the outside. You know. Um, Obviously, the people in East Allen, the administration and Heritage, none of those people have ever mentioned anything about winning. Um, you know, it's it's more so about other things that are more important in terms of developing these young men. But obviously, that's an, that's an internal pressure. I mean, that's something that all of us men that are involved with the program, the coaches, you know, um, if you're going to compete, then let's, then let's try and win while we're at it. You know, so those things just come naturally with being an athlete, being a competitor and, and wanting to 
one to be successful, you know, but there's a lot of ways to be successful, not just winning on the scoreboard, but that's the only one that gets printed in the paper. So, you know, it's a process and we always hear enjoy the process, but if you were doing those things along the way, marking off the check marks mentally or actually checking them off, more often than not, you're going to be successful because you've set those standards or you're going to find another way to be successful because in the process of doing it, you're going to find the answer. Right. Right. And I, I, you know, I'll give you a good example, a practical example of that. And it's one of the things that, you know, I took away from coach Garrett and the guys at, at Bishop Blinger. And um, it's the idea of when you are selecting who you're going to be with as in your coaching staff, focus more on who they are than what they are. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very knowledgeable coaches. There's a lot of very um, um, skilled coaches, but um, are they people that you want around your kids? You know, are they are they people that you're gonna have to worry about what they're saying when you're not around, um, their language, you know, all kinds of various things that you're trying to to do to build these these teenage boys into men. Um, are you gonna have to worry about those things? And so sometimes you might hire. There's a few coaches on my staff that have not coached high school football, you know, and that that's okay because I've gotten to know them and I know that they're good men and and um, uh, that those are the kind of people that we want around our kids, you know. In, in the letter that you wrote that was actually well-received on your response to COVID-19 is that your job is to coach men, not necessarily to coach football. You coach men to coach boys to become men, and football just happens to be the method. That's what I hear you saying right there, that, you know, this is thrown at us, we adapt, and we still do the right thing regardless of whether we have the resources, whether we're meeting together or however. But end of the day, this is about building boys into being better people. And, you know, maybe there's some girls that are managers, build them into better women. But the point is, is you're building character. Right. And that's and that's the beauty of high school football. And that's why, um, look, let's, let's, let's be candid here. You know, I, I said it, everybody wants to win. You know, you're not going to put in the time, the effort, all the demands that it takes from a player and a coach on a weekly basis for, for months on end to go out there and lose every Friday night. Nobody wants to do that. So I consider that a given. And if it's not, then why are you involved? You know, that's kind of the question. Is If you don't want to compete at that kind of a level, then you know, what are you doing? You need to go find something else that will help to help you. Because, you know, we believe that it's that process, it's that grind, it's that um, preparation the rise and the fall, the elation after a win, the defeat, you know, the this the dejection after a defeat, you know, those are all the things that help develop you as a person. And it's it's more about learning how to respond to both of those, you know, because success can be adversity. I know people you don't we don't see it that way, but you, know, you speak to talk to anybody that's got a lot of money, and everybody says, "Oh, I wish I had a lot of money." Well, there's a lot of things with that that we don't realize because we're not rich, you know. Now, I'm not saying I'd still turn it down. I'm just saying that you'd like you know, the there's challenge. Aspects to, there's aspects to the side. So, so being successful can be a, an adverse situation. You know, learning how to win, learning how to be gracious um, when you win, learning how to, to continue to stay successful. You know, that that was the challenge at Dwinger that people don't. I don't know if they don't understand or maybe they just don't appreciate. Was you know when when you are a successful program when you get to that point. You know, like Adam Central, like Snyder, like Dwinger you know, like East Noble, um, staying there is, is quite a challenge in and of itself. But regardless of winning and losing, 
you're able to do those things because you develop people in a manner that they understand that there's a certain there's a due diligence. There's certain things that you've got to do on a daily basis. There's certain work that you've got to put in. There's no there's no substitute for it. There's no microwave to speed it up. There's no there's no uh, uh, stevia to replace the bad sugar. There's none of those things to help the process. It is what it is, and you've got to go through it. And in the meantime, you figure out how to be successful while you're doing it. We're going to take this break. We are talking Heritage Patriot football with head coach Casey Kolkman. We will be right back right after this. You want to feel goosebumps? Then purchase a ticket to an athletic event at your local high school. You'll be making a lasting difference in your community. Buying a ticket to an IHSAA game or meet helps ensure your school has the funding it needs to operate. New uniforms, safer equipment, transportation. Your ticket purchase helps to pay for it all. You're also helping today's student-athletes learn the life skills they need to get better jobs and become better leaders. Plus, you'll see them do some amazing things. Whoa! Did you see that? Oh, man, I think I just got goosebumps. Me too! High school sports. We pay. They play. Everybody wins. This message brought to you by the IHSAA. Encouraging you to go to a high school game this week and help build a future that benefits us all. 